Dr. Allo once again. Today we're going to take a look at obesity in children and being overweight in children and how you can teach your children uh, not to be overweight. If you didn't know, obesity starts before they're even born. Watch this video to find out why. So Dr. Allo once again talking about obesity and weight loss uh, in children. Did you know that the choices you make even before your child is born actually affect their weight? Um, they found in research that women who are smokers while pregnant um, and or diabetic while pregnant, the nicotine and the sugars have some type of effect on the children. They're more likely to be overweight. Uh, when they get older, they're more likely to uh, make choices uh, in terms of their food and how they eat and what they feed on uh, that will affect them and make them uh, overweight. The next stage in life is when, when your child is actually born. A lot of people want to argue about uh, breastfeeding versus formula, which children are more likely to be overweight or not. All the research that's been done, no difference uh, in, in weight as an adult. Um, there's some anecdotal evidence and people tell you stories about their children, but basically the evidence isn't there. It doesn't matter if you decide to feed your child formula or breast milk. That will not affect uh, whether or not they turn out to be uh, overweight or obese. Now, once they start eating solid food, however, um, things start to make a difference. If they eat vegetables and you start them off on bland food, um, they're less likely to get that get that taste and develop that taste buds uh, that like sugary and sweet things. If all you're doing is feeding them uh, soda, there's been some studies that showed that even a seven-month-old was once fed pop or soda. That's obviously horrible. But um, if you start feeding them vegetables and, 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 you know, foods that you make in your house or, or buy the, you know, the foods that are pre-prepared that are um, solid foods that are mainly vegetables and not so sweet or not so salty, uh, children are more likely to develop a taste for that and actually like that type of food. If you start feeding them candy bars and brownies and, you know, sugary oatmeals and those kind of things, you know, your children are just going to develop a taste for it and they're not going to want to eat anything that tastes bland and, and you're setting them up for um, horrible failure uh, in the future. There was a study done that showed 24% of 19 to 24 month olds don't eat a single fruit or vegetable in, a, in, a, in an entire day. Now that's a huge percentage. I think it's probably even higher than that. Um, but we need to start training our children that fruits are basically the dessert or the candy of this world. It's not the cookies and donuts and, and brownies and, and all that stuff, cupcakes. You can have those once a month or, or once in a while for like a birthday party, but it should not be what you eat every single day. Other things that we found uh, parents feeding their children even as young as just 12 months old is french fries, um, candy bars, um, snack cakes, soda pop, you know, sugary, sugary juices. You want to get those juices that are, you know, no added sugar or just real, you know, fruit juice, but you don't want to keep feeding your children those high fructose or high sugar uh, processed drinks. And you got to be careful, even if you make the drink yourself, don't add sugar to it and don't over process it to make it uh, taste much, much sweeter. The other thing that's the other bad habit that starts to develop at this age is children start watching TV. You know, they, they want to unwind or, or they get home from school. All they do is they run to the television. Uh, nowadays, you have tablets, you have iPads, you have computer games, you have Xboxes and Playstations and Nintendos and all this stuff. You know, getting children hooked on a sedentary lifestyle there should be no reason why when your children get home from school whatever age they are uh, there should be no reason why you start them um, uh, on habits of, of, of coming home and sitting down in front of a television there are lots of things to do outside and we'll have a list of them later on but let's say your child made it to age five pre-kindergarten kindergarten and you've been able to avoid junk food at home 
you've kept them clean, they eat vegetables, you know, they, they eat fruits, they eat wholesome food that you make. Once they get to school though, everything you've taught them can unravel. Um, they're exposed to junk food, they're exposed to fries, they're exposed to cafeteria cooking, the vending machines, and there's cookies, and so-and-so brought a Twinkie to school, and, and you know, Johnny has this, and how come you don't make me this? You know, if they're going to be exposed to junk food, the most important thing you can do for your child is teach them to make healthy choices. Children are very, very smart. If you tell them, look, why are, we, why are you eating an apple and Johnny is eating a brownie? because apples are healthier. Children love apples. I mean, anything you tell them, they believe. My children are, are a great example. You, you know, what, what do you want to drink? I want to drink water. Well, why do you want to drink water? Because it's healthy. Why, what, do you, what do you want to eat? I want to eat an apple. Why do you want to eat an apple? Because it's healthy. Whatever you tell them, they believe you. You're like this, you know, super being that knows everything. Whatever you tell your children, they're going to believe you. I like to eat healthy because it makes me strong. I like to eat apples and cucumbers and bananas. And drinking water because it makes me so strong. I like to eat apples, oranges, and bananas. My favorite drink is water because it's very healthy. So start teaching them from now so that when they do get to school, whether they're five, six, seven years old, they can start making healthy choices and keep making healthy choices. There's no reason why when they get to school, you know, they're exposed to junk food and brownies and all this and they just can't handle it. You know, you got to teach your children to make choices. You got to raise children that are good decision makers. You can't be with them all the time. You can't helicopter around them and make all their decisions for them. You got to teach them to make decisions on their own and you can present them with different choices no matter where you go to eat or if you eat at home and have them choose the one that's healthier and make it like a game or something you teach them and, and they'll love you for it and they'll grow up and be very very healthy uh, for a very long time. Research has showed that 83% of elementary schools, 97% of middle and junior high schools, and 99% of seniors um, have bought food out of vending machines um, at school. They might not take a lunch, they go to the vending machines, and what kind of things do you get in the vending machines? Pop, sports drinks, um, Snickers bars, uh, brownies, snack cakes, um, you know, chips, all the things that nobody should be eating. So almost 97%, 99% of seniors have been eating this stuff, and all of them admit to it, they don't think it's wrong at all. Um, so this is obviously a trend that we need to break and buck, and we got to start training our children from when they're younger, so when they become seniors, they're still making uh, healthy choices. Now, there are efforts underway at most high schools and, and locally and all around the country to take away this junk food, and a lot of hospitals now have taken pop and sugary drinks out of their uh, vending machines, and schools are in the same process. The problem is schools get a lot of money from these uh, pop manufacturers to have these machines in their schools. So it's hard to break away from that, but we got to start doing it. Form your PTA, go to your school and tell them, look, we got to get this stuff out of here. Look at our children. Almost 20% uh, are overweight nowadays. Another problem with schools is there's no more physical education. 30% uh, of states now don't even require physical education in their elementary middle, middle schools anymore. In 1991, uh, when surveys were done, 48% of children had physical education in their schools. In 2003, the same survey was done and only 28% had physical education as a part of their curriculum. So this is also a trend that's going bad. Not only are we feeding children more sugary and, and horrible junk food, but now we're also taking away their physical activity. If you don't teach a, ch a child a love of sports from when they're young and a love of playing outside and playing games when they're younger, they're not going to develop that. They're going to want to sit at home and play games and, and sit around and, and play on the tablets and, and iPads and all that stuff. So you got to get children used to all these types of activities. By the time a child is 17 to 19 years old, their body weight is set. Your body has a set point that it likes to keep you at. 
if you're if you're 17 and a female or 19 and a male that's when your body uh, figures out this is what I need to weigh um, so if you're overweight your body tries to keep you at that weight if you're at the regular weight or ideal body weight or underweight your body tries to keep you at that weight your body's gonna fight you for the rest of your life to keep you at that weight so whether you try to lose weight or gain weight or whatever you do your body's gonna fight you to keep you at that weight so you got to work very hard to make sure that you are at a healthy weight by the time you're 17 18 19 years old now the last uh, thing I was asked by a friend of mine you know what shows do you recommend for my eight-year-old boy um, well first of all I don't recommend any shows for your eight-year-old boy to follow there's no reason why an eight-year-old boy should ever follow a show uh, that just doesn't make any sense what an eight-year-old boy should be doing, or even any younger than and older than that, they should be playing outside. They should have sports that they're involved in. They could play soccer or football. They could run track. They could help you outside mowing the lawn. They could help you digging, mulching. You could go outside and remove broken tree branches. You could go fishing. You could go on a hike. You could go on so many activities. Every city in this country and anywhere in the world has activities outdoors for you to do. You can go on a fossil hunt. You can go fishing, hiking. I mean, there's so many things you can do. I don't ever think that there's ever a reason to come inside. Uh, when, you cut, when your kids get home from school, they do their homework, then they go outside and play. Or they go outside and play when it's in the winter, and then they come inside when it starts getting dark and do their homework. And then they can play inside. Everybody has a basement or a playroom or somewhere inside where you can play. You can play all kinds of imaginative games. Hide something and tell them whether they're getting closer or hotter or farther away from it. Um, do all kinds of activities with them. Painting. Kids love to paint. No parents ever let them paint, so they love to do it. So uh, get some arts and crafts. Do some things that, that involve creativity. Children aren't creative anymore. They're just presented things on television or through games, and, and that's all they know. Um, but we need them to be creative, to draw things and create things and glue things together. Um, we just got to break away from, from all this stuff uh, and get our children active, get them eating right, and tell them to make... Uh, healthy choices. Children are very, very, very smart. They will choose healthy choices if you teach them that. I want you all to eat healthy like my dad says. Every opportunity you have to teach them something about eating right or being physically active, you should take advantage of that opportunity. There's absolutely no reason why any child should not know healthy from unhealthy. It should be part of the curriculum at school. This is healthy. This is not healthy. You be the judge and you choose what you think is healthy. It's been Dr. Allo. If you like what I'm saying, subscribe to my channel. Tell all your friends about it. Please share it. Uh, share this with all your parents and all your friends. Make sure everyone knows how to raise their children to make good choices, especially when it comes to healthy eating. You can't live with them forever and you can't follow them around forever. They need to know how to make healthy choices on their own. Take care. I'll see you later.